This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Dog Boy, Den of Thieves by Bill Meeks. Available now on the Amazon Kindle, iBooks, or for the Barnes & Noble Nook. And find out more at dogboyadventures.com. Don't worry, I'm not here to pursue the lady swan. Yeah, he's just here to throw back a few with the doors. I made a decision when it comes to Emma. I'm going to back off. Back off? For the sake of the boy, let his parents have a fair shot without a devilishly handsome pirate standing in the way. You serious? Yeah. I am devilishly handsome. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie De Simone. And this is the one place on the internet the shadow can never get to. Ah! We also talk about Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really interesting episode this week. Yes. To be sure. Totally. To be sure. Uh, let's see here. Anything we can talk about off, off the top. You know, I always feel so weird just jumping right into the episode discussion. There's Even death. There is a death. That's more episode discussion, Emery. Well, what did you want me to talk about? I don't know. Let's talk about this big long break we have oh. in the season. Um, and uh, this wah, is something that we wah. requested last week towards the end of the episode, but I figured we'd throw it up here, up at the top. It's oh. not in the notes, so Anne-Marie's completely like, what's going on? I have no idea on? what's going on. I'm ready to Basically, we're throwing a surprise party for Anne-Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a surprise party. <laughs> no, we're not throwing Hashtag a surprise party. Hashtag Team Hashtag surprise party. No, we're going to be doing, so, probably going to be doing some commentaries over the break, some episode commentaries, because we did one for the pilot last year. People seem to like it. We're going to try when and be- they figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we're going to try and be a lot better with it, with uh, at least getting a few out there to you. And uh, actually, Anne-Marie just got a new job. Uh, I did. Congratulate her on Twitter. Holla. So uh, her schedule should be evening out, evening out in the evenings. Uh, so uh, so uh, hopefully, you know, it won't be as, as hard to get everything together. Hopefully to, uh, I won't be working until 11 p.m. Well, well, you shouldn't. You're going to have a nice cozy nine to five now, right? An office job instead of retail. So that's fun. With an hour long commute. Yeah, but, but it's Atlanta, so that's normal. <laughs> basically, we're looking uh, for ideas for episodes you guys might want to hear us do commentaries for. Uh, so if, if you want to, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, or tweet us at GSStoryBrook, and let us know uh, what episodes you'd like us to blather over. And I would like to know why you're picking said episode. Yes, is that has been helpful. that you think you saw and you want us to talk about or keep an eye out for, mm-hmm. or... Or was it really just an episode that you completely enjoyed? <laughs> but if you try and make us do a haterade episode, it's not going to happen. Maybe we should re- re-approach Tallahassee, the, cla- the Do we need tequila? Ca- <laughs> Possibly. That could be fun. No, we couldn't. But uh, yeah, get those uh, suggestions in for our commentaries over the break. And uh, we also uh, decided today, I think, that since our, our Doctor Who special was very w- well received for Day of the Doctor, that we'll probably go ahead and jump in and do, do a Christmas one, the Christmas uh, episode. Oh, what's the Christmas episode? Time of the Doctor. Something of the Doctor. Yeah. That's really all you need to know. Time of the Doctor. So we're going to go ahead and uh, do, do another one of those probably uh, the weekend after Christmas. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, I, we, we'll be uh, looking for some uh, around for some good guests for that too. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. So I think I, I've I've have you vamped enough? Yeah, I vamped enough to <laughs> fill up enough space to make me feel less awkward in moving to the actual episode discussion. So why don't you take it uh, with the classic rhyming episode rhyming, summary? Rhyming, shmurmy. A pirate ship appears in the storybrook skies. Our crew made it back and they brought a surprise. Henry and Pan got switched around and nobody knows till the shadows around. We see Snow's honeymoon and Medusa's sweet hairdo. And back in the present, we all start to feel blue. <laughs> Pan has a scroll and wants to rebrand all in this week's new Neverland. New, that was a very good read, by the way, Anne Marie. Even like with compliment. my even with my sadness on blue, maybe that was it. It was motivated. There was it there was, was some emotion. There was some good motivation. Can you tell it. I'm completely distraught over this entire situation? Well, I knew she was your favorite character for one sure. Of, like she's one of my like top three characters. Yeah. And but we, we'll talk about blue in a minute. First, I, I want to. I can't. St- it, well, I, just a okay. general impression. 
What did you think of the episode outside of Blue Stat? Without without getting into any episode discussion, that's really all I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was it was really strong too. It did feel a little filler at parts, but uh, you know, o- overall, uh, you know, I thought it was really good. You know, we should probably go ahead and start at the end, which is probably the most important bit of the episode. In oh, that- okay, yeah, I was like, why are we starting at the bottom? I do things. In <laughs> no, order not here. the bottom of our Don't list of points. Me. The end of the episode is at the top of our list of points. I can see how you get confused. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, but Pan or- has the curse. Pan has, you know, the the curse that originated this entire series. Yeah, and he's he, he's prepared to use it to pretty much revert all of them back uh, to their Storybrooke uh, personalities, uh, which I wonder where that will leave characters like Henry or Emma. And nice all- knee- knowing you, uh, mm-hmm. Felix, because. <laughs> Dude needs a heart. This is true of the thing he cares most about, and I guess you know it's got to be feelings. Yeah, probably. But uh, as Rumpel mentions in the jail cell, that without uh, true love powering the curse, it can't be broken. So if he if he's successful in this, until I don't know, they find some other way out of it. There's always a way out. <laughs> until they find a way to break it, it can't be broken. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but it, we we we'll, we will talk a little bit about the the promo for next week. Which I was about might... to say I'm trying not to mention anything from the promo while yeah, discussing. Yeah, this. that that might shed a little bit of light into it, but we won't mention that here. A up little front. bit, a strobe light. Oh, yeah, but I, I I think definitely uh, that no matter what happens next week, as far as the curse and concerned, it's not going to play out like Pan wants it to. No, there's no I, way. I, well, I can't I can't see them. Doing all the other half, the next half season with Emma having to break the curse again. Again, that seems like Especially... it would be very repetitive. Although I would love to see some of those Storybrooke personalities again for a few episodes. I don't think that's how it's going to work. No, out. I think it's like, going to like go back, like mm-hmm. explode in his face in some way, shape, well, or form. One thing I was thinking about that could be a possibility was that maybe. Um, Maybe they'll get transported back to the Enchanted Forest and they won't remember their lives in Storybrooke. I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think that would be really neat. And like maybe maybe Emma and Henry are there in Bay are there and they're the only – well, not Bay because uh, he, he was a native. He, he, yeah, he's a native. Uh, but what you call it, you know, may, maybe they're the only ones who remember Storybrooke and then their job becomes – to, to remember, to remind, to break the curse, to remind reverse. everybody that they're normal people, <laughs> but not. So, it, it, so it's kind of like a reverse of the first season where it was all about. Is there another storybook? <laughs> <laughs> this a, is a, what's happened. A storybook about Storybrooke. Mm. That would be cool. <laughs> like if there, there's just a story storybook. It, it's like it would be sci-fi or something in that yeah. world, <laughs> like hard sci-fi. But yeah, that, that would be interesting. I like that idea. Good job, me. <laughs> Go ahead and move on to your next point. Why do I work with him? Um, uh, you like it. I know. Okay, so Regina, what is with going back all of a sudden to Evil Queen? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't even get off the ship. Yeah. And she was in a bad mood. I'm like, um, did somebody give her the bad gruel? Because, mm-hmm. ew. But, I mean, you can't falter for Pan pulling the wool over her eyes on everything. Yeah. But seriously you don't know you didn't notice that your kid was uh, miss i have 10 years on you blah 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 mm-hmm. um how did you how did that even how how well, i can't i mean my kids you know turn the wrong way out of their room and you know <laughs> i'm like what's wrong with you yeah 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 yeah. and just with how odd henry was acting you you think that would have set off some warning bells but in this was somebody else even <clears throat> mm-hmm. well, it was with emma Okay, but I mean somebody else. Somebody besides them. Right. I feel it was so yeah, blatant. Especially obvious. after they spent the whole time in Neverland on this mission to save Henry, you'd think people would be paying a little more attention to him. Yes. How could he walk over to Felix and mm-hmm. just start talking to him? Yeah. Or even on the boat that bothered me. Like <laughs> excuse me. He just was I was like, This would not be acceptable. But maybe it could just be a case of them just being glad to be home, getting back into the swing of things. I but know. It's been a whole I, week. But I definitely think, <laughs> you know, Pan Henry's uh, ability to pull the wool over Regina's eyes was mainly because I uh, in Neverland – and this feeds right into Max's point – uh, that uh, he he had seen the, the jealousy when it came to Henry between mm. Regina and Emma and he used that against them. Of course he did. He he basically he knew that if he well one he needed to attach himself to Regina because 
he knew that she, she, had magic, she had magic. Which sort of goes back to my thing where it was nice to hear her say that magic isn't the answer. Yeah. Computer, come back. And uh, then then uh, the other – oh, I completely lost my train of thought. Um, the other thing. The other reason was <laughs> dread. Dread. Um, mm, I hate when I lose a thought. Go ahead and talk. Okay. Talk fast. Um, but yes, magic not being the end. Oh, that no, was the end of my thought. No, in the other thing he knew. <laughs> See, there we go. Man, I just had a complete short circuit there. Uh, no, but the other thing was that he knew that uh, if he, you know, clung to Regina as Henry, that it it it, it would one, it would keep Regina from asking those questions. Mm-hmm. And two, it would keep Emma at a distance, which he needed her to – the savior – to be at a distance while he, you know, worked on various other machinations. <laughs> the whole savior thing kind of makes me twitchy. Like – Yeah, it was a little overplayed this episode. It was ridiculously overplayed. Oh my gosh. Man, sorry. It's I so hard to be, to be the, the savior. savior. Okay. Yeah. See right there? <laughs> I want to smack you with a cat. That almost actually – and I put this in my notes. I didn't put it in the notes for the show. But uh, that it, it almost makes me think that Emma's going to have a choice where she can choose to be the savior or not coming up. It almost seemed like it was teasing that kind of a moment. Yeah. But uh, one thing Which before won't we, March, we sure. move away from Regina, I thought it was really nice though that Snow kind of gave like the Regina testimonial. You can trust her now. She's good. Right. Snow White. You know. Uh, but you know what? That's what they're going to take. Mm-hmm. But the thing the thing is though Regina wasn't appreciative of it at all. I Not think she th- I think she thought it was like an empty gesture or something mm-hmm. and I I it wasn't. She, she just won't let herself relax into realizing that she's on the side of the good guy right. basically now. She I don't think she can accept mm-hmm. that. Like she hasn't but, been a good guy for many many years. Yeah, plus you know if you were living in a town with hundreds of people who Whose families you'd killed and maimed and tortured and everything. I I, I don't know if I could ever completely let my guard down and stop looking over my shoulder in a town like that. Just do throw a fireball. (laughs) That's that's her default move. Or a a shoulder pad. Oh, Uh, yes. The $2,000 suit. Okay, so Medusa. This entire thing was so boring to me, which Mm -hmm. is weird because I'm like – love the charmings yeah and you love this era of the charmings i love this era too. i got really excited to see her like kick butt outfit because mm-hmm. it's beautiful <laughs> um but i was just like why medusa you have no plan there was no plan mm-hmm. there wasn't even a plan well i mean they i had, can appreciate they no. had a bit of a no, plan no she even said i don't know what i'm gonna do when i get the head <laughs> i have no plan she said mm-hmm. i have no plan yeah. Like, and that's not like her. I can appreciate she just got married and blindsided at her wedding. And I got really mm-hmm. excited at the beginning, episode, beginning of the episode. Pardon me. Because um, it was, you know, feisty, I'm going to save my kingdom, Snow White from the wedding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, that's my favorite, Snow White. Yeah. And then I just wanted to, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So I had some issues with the entire medusa thing on top of just not liking it i will say i'm very disappointed that when charming went out to stable out to stable the horses and she took off that gown she wasn't hiding grumpy under there <laughs> like because you know she was talking to him in yeah, the bedroom right beforehand. Up. and that sounds really bad you know she was talking to grumpy in the bedroom beforehand i i, I don't understand bedroom. why he wasn't under her dress uh, it wasn't a dress it was a cape a cape a gown it was a traveling cloak. But I, I, I half expected them to go for the very funny visual of just her going. Bloop. I think it would have been better of when she opened the, th- the thing. There you go. Um, okay. Hi, Snow White. That's my grumpy impression. It's a horrible grumpy impression seeing as how we tried to get him on the podcast this season. Um, why did turning Medusa into stone kill her and free Charming, but it did not kill Charming when he was turned to stone? Okay. Say that one more time. So the only way to free Medusa's victims who have been mm-hmm. turned into stone is to kill Medusa. Uh-huh. When she turned Medusa to stone, Charming is freed, which means Medusa was dead. Mm-hmm. Why did the stone kill Medusa and not kill Charming? Uh, I'm assuming probably because it – Nothing could save her. It, it got the source of her power stoned too, mm-hmm. you, you know, to revisit a pun from Wonderland to come <laughs> Ago. I'm coming up on that here in a moment. Yeah, but uh, it, it, that that would be my guess is just that, you know, w- when you kill the baddie and their magic goes away, th- that doesn't mean that they would – their magic wouldn't be available as a source of power to turn them back. 
okay. because they would be dead. That's fine. It just it just sort of it, like, it's like an order of operations thing. It struck me weird. Yeah. Um, also, it kind of felt like this entire little section was thrown in there, and I'm sure it was in a sense to. Um, explain that whole saving yourself instead of defeating yourself type of deal. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of think they just wanted to use the stoning thing that they used in Wonderland. <laughs> They're like, well, we've developed this technology here. Let's apply it with Medusa. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. It could be it the fact the that they... It was the exact same stone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so the exact same it was, effect. It was the exact same effect. So it could have been a cost-cutting thing. Like The thing was, is the the, the flashback, it, it, it was good. It, wasn't it kind of gave, it gave some context to stuff charming was doing with emma in the future but it, it just it, it it didn't fit within the or it didn't make an impact within this episode like actually if nothing else it made me really wish that they would do a spinoff maybe of like just like the adventures of snow and charming fighting the evil <laughs> queen just like do like a whole like little six issue or six uh six epi- issue yeah okay. six episode miniseries well that won't happen now with prego yeah this is true this um is true. oh by the way snow's like every episode now baby crazy like, well, of course they had – because at that point she obviously had revealed to mm-hmm. them. If you didn't read Us Weekly, you'd know <laughs> just right. from what they keep doing with the characters. Honestly, you could kind of tell in this episode. Mm-hmm. When when they were at the Summer Castle, yeah. I was like, sweetie, you're a little rounder. <laughs> you're a little chat, little. Maybe that's why she had the big cape on at first. And then she went to a tight leather <laughs> ensemble. 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 Um, last, but certainly not least on the whole Medusa ridiculously boring thing. Love the King Midas shout out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I know how Frederick felt. Uh, for people Loved who might it. not have caught it. Oh, um, when Charming came out of being stoned, because <laughs> that's just what we're going to say. Um, he was like, oh, now I know how Frederick felt, mm. who was turned to gold yeah, in the yeah. King Midas episode. So I was like, oh, oh that's <laughs> cute. I like the, I like a good throwback. It's ca- callback. Callback. I call it a throwback. Shout out, whatever. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I'm dancing. That was a really bad dance. Yup. Okay, so um, <laughs> the the amalgamated Henry Pan and Pan Henry that we had in this episode, I bought. I thought the acting from both actors was really, really solid. Especially uh, what's his face, uh, Jared Gilmore, right? That's his name, right? Jared Gilmore. Yeah. 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 Uh, who who actually has played Henry. The up until time. now, up, yes, up until this moment, uh, he made a really uh, a pretty decent villain. Like it, it was a, it was still a little stilted, yeah, <clears throat> just a little. But I, but he I, was pretending to be Henry. Yeah, but but I mean, I, I was just kind of wondering. I, I wonder if that was an effect of him just having a meteor role with the villain role, mm-hmm. or if it was him working closely with Robbie K to kind of a in, nope. affect that impression. I and, and maybe just you know, some sometimes. Uh, I, I know when I was uh, – well, not young like Henry's young, but you know, a young actor like 17, 18, doing scene work one-on-one like a lot with older actors was of immense help to me. There oh, was this completely. guy named uh, Rick Call who was in – the first play I was ever in was this uh, – The Children's Hour. I, well, besides Bambi. I wasn't Bambi. <laughs> I was Thumper. Uh, but you know, I was in The Children's Hour. I had three lines. And uh, this gentleman named Rick Call, he'd been a local uh, actor in the area for uh, probably 20 or 30 years at that point. And he was another character that was only in the last act. He had like four or five lines, but we were both in the same scene. And he took me out and we sat down and worked the scene together for two hours. And I'll tell you what, those three lines were some of probably the three best lines I ever delivered, even years after the fact, you know, 10, 12 plays later. I'm sure Riley would be proud of that. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I know our, our theater professor in college, I know he doesn't listen to the podcast, but Riley, don't take offense. Don't take offense. You were great, too. No, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I, no, I, th- I, know what I, think, you mean. I think it definitely, definitely helped him out. Although I, I still, especially after seeing Robbie's performance as Henry, Henry this episode I really hope my theory from last week is true and that and he's the new Henry is, I think it is I don't I, I do. want it to be I really do I want it to be I'm not Although, convinced I, I did I was uh, you know since our news sections have been a little slight lately I was browsing the Once Upon a Time subreddit mm-hmm. uh, looking for some stories and someone hit, hit a proposed the new hashtag kill Henry <laughs> 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 Which was very, very cruel, and I, I, I hope uh, Jared or 
you know, his folks didn't see that necessarily. Oh, yeah. I mean, super minor there. Yeah, but I, I, I still hope that theory is true. But I thought they both did a great job in this totally. episode. Is that me now? Yeah. Okay, Savior, why did you not help Rumple open the magically locked door? Yeah, it seems like if she the teams up one, with any magic person whenever right. they're doing magic-y stuff. Well, because they always need help. And she's like the booster. Mm-hmm. She's she's like the mushroom in Mario Kart gives you a little <laughs> little kick. And why didn't he actually say something? Because normally they're like, hey, I need you to do this. Yeah. Because she doesn't – I don't completely understand her powers alone minus that whole fire thing. Mm-hmm. But when put with somebody who's more magically inclined, she can work wonders. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, she went and whined to her mom and dad about being the savior and wanting a day off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Reasons I don't like Emma. Well, I think I think it was probably just because it wasn't that high of a priority. How is it not a high priority? I don't know though. Like I mean, when you're there with the dark one, and he's like, "Whew, it's gonna take a bit." I like I, I take it thirty seconds. Maybe maybe they they were assuming that you know since it was sealed that you know. Taking a couple extra seconds wasn't going to hurt anything. Maybe I, I don't know. Uh, but for then, all we know, Regina was dead, though. Yeah, not and, and that they're ever going to kill Regina. And, and I mean, they didn't know if uh, Fake Henry was in there or not. That, too. Exactly. Well, you can kind of assume mm-hmm. that he was, if Rumple had that much trouble getting in. Yeah. Again, blood magic type things. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what your family could do. Yeah, and I mean, from from a dramatic sense, uh, especially if what I what I was thinking about her, you know, getting a choice as to whether or not to be the savior anymore. Uh, you know, give her a chance to get that out there on Front Street before they go into the last couple minutes, like busy couple minutes of the episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe it was just to kind of give the audience a little breather, too, because they had just seen Blue killed. Huh. And, uh, you know, then then uh, they, they rush over there and, they, you know, a lot of stuff's happening, a lot of stuff's happening. Take a breather and then go in for the big finale. Yeah, so it could have right. could have been a sort of a dr- dramatic decision. OK, too. I'll buy that. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um, yes, the pan to release pan. I thought. You mean the plan to release pan instead of the pan to release pan? I said plan. Nope. Let's nope. roll tape. Let's roll tape. <laughs> the plan to release pan. See, I told you. When I played that back, that's sure. exactly what I said. Uh, <laughs> no, but I thought it was really good. I, I thought it was really smart of them. Really smart of Emma, yeah. too. I liked it. Uh, like, a, a couple things about it struck me. One, I, I noticed some people were having some issues with Emma being willing to kill. I, I, I was okay with it for two yeah. reasons. One, she's the law in Storybrooke. So if she thinks... If Pan somebody's needs, threatened? Yeah. I, I mean, um, we haven't seen any... Well, we might have seen one or two judges, but I mean, things are back to old timey rules now, <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah, there's no. So, I, I mean, if Emma says someone needs to die, they They're probably done. need to die, or no one's going to hold her, hold it against her, hold, hold her accountable for it. Really, generally, unless I don't know if it's snow or something. She's uh, not going to kill her mother. I know, I know. That's why it, <laughs> that, that was the, that was the extreme example. That is really extreme. <laughs> oh my god. No, but uh, and, and two, <laughs> Pan's a really bad dude. That's the thing. Like, and he's an active threat. Where Regina is a really bad chick, but she's more of a she. She's more on the side of the angels than she is on the side of the devils. Whether she point. wants to admit it or not. Yeah, exactly. She hasn't really accepted her her role as that yet. But Pan is an active threat. They know. They knew that Pan if, wants to hurt everyone. They knew that if they were uh, that you know if he got loose from there, then it was over. Yeah, it was done. And uh, so, so I, I thought it was really smart, and I also thought it was really smart the way they uh, solved the evil twin riddle. That it, it was, it was a, such a popular trope, especially back in the '50s, '60s, and '70s, mainly on television, but also in movies and stuff. How do you know? Oh, yeah, it's the person you think it is, right? And I, I thought, looking for a moment, like saying, "When was when did you know?" I, I forget what the when did it, we first connect? Yeah, when did we first connect? But Not using me. using okay. something like that where it's a question for them to recall a specific moment based on more of a feeling around it i I thought that was a really smart way to go about it really good because personally i just said something about when he came to boston mm -hmm. yeah that would have been my first instinct Mm -hmm. but but uh yeah i thought it was nice to see uh see smart emma again since we've been seeing more uh, hunting, hunting through the jungle, yeah. kind, kind of visceral Emma most of this season. 
can use her brain. I like the hat. Was <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, to, well, it was I, nice to I, see no, her wait, leather be, jacket. Well, yes. Yeah, I was, and I was going to say, too, just uh, her in, the introduction of the character in the pilot, mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a major focus, that she was very clever. And, yeah. it, and you know, I, th- I think maybe they dropped a little, little bit of that while they were in Neverland. But kind of had to. Yeah. But it was nice to see that come back. Tanks the new blue. Tanks the new blue. Yeah. Sell me on this idea. She's got pixie dust and she's alive. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but she's green. <laughs> what you can't see is I'm giving him dirty looks right now. She's giving me a very dirty look. <laughs> I used to be called the look. <laughs> um, no, like they have – she has the pixie dust. What is – the pixie dust obviously has some special purpose. Mm-hmm. And Blue telling her that you obviously don't believe in yourself. So how can I believe in you? I think it will spark her. Be like, oh. I need to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I need – she can't prove it to Blue anymore. Yeah. But she can prove it to herself and everyone else and mm-hmm. she can pick up that role because somebody has to. There yeah. has to be a fairy mm-hmm. and where the heck is Nova? <laughs> there are other there were many many other fairies like I yeah you think that's that, one thing you, that really you think there'd me. be nuns the place would be thick with nuns in the aftermath <laughs> yeah there really should be a bunch of them yeah and none of them but i whatchamacallit uh you know i i kind of have a similar idea but uh-huh. it, it's a little different it might be a little bit more on the nose which could mean it's more likely to be true or less likely to be true oh that's helpful but what I'm thinking is that Tank is going to use that pixie dust, the nuclear fairy dust, yes, to bring Blue back to life. But dead and, is dead. And when your but, shadow is ripped off, you are dead. But it's nuclear fairy dust. Horowitz says dead is dead. When you lose your shadow, you are dead. I I'm don't just know. Saying, I'm just repli- any, I'm telling it, you what the Twitters and the Facebooks have told me. But he didn't say specifically the blue fairy is definitely dead, did he? No, but her Twitter doesn't really look like she's coming back. Hmm. See, I thought I thought in in okay, well we'll just present this as an alternate prediction, so one of us is right, maybe. Uh, but no, <laughs> I'll probably both I, really I, I I think that Tank's going to bring bring Blue Brat back and in doing so, show her in her wings. Well, yeah, because Blue will believe in her again right. because obviously she brought she her will. back to life. But that that's kind of what I, I was th- thinking. I mean, but, I like it. I'm not saying say <laughs> Also, yeah. we don't have any backstory. We mm-hmm. know nothing about the fairies, really. Like one, one thing, though, I've, uh, yeah, I've noticed about Adam's tweets is if something is definitely true, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he'll, say, he'll say it directly. He won't really hint around about it. If they're not planning on bringing back the blue fairy, then he would say flat out, blue She's fairy done. is dead. Because, I, I mean, it wasn't like they left it as kind of like a hanging thread or a mystery uh-huh. here. So I, I don't think he would be wanting to tease that, you know? Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't seem like you would want to tease something when you didn't really, like, make it a thing in the show. Right. You know, but making kind of an offhanded kind of vague remark like that in response well, to a always, question no, he's on always it. said dead is dead. That's, mm-hmm. That wasn't in – that was just a general – Oh, that wasn't in direct no, response. No, that wasn't in direct response. That was actually more in response to when Greg died. Oh, okay. Because okay. his shadow was written mm-hmm. from his back. Yeah, but Greg is Greg, and the Blue Fairy is the Blue Fairy, a, a character a lot of people have been theorizing might be the most powerful, big baddie character on the show. God, and I love that theory. And I mean, I, I, w- I would assume, you know, because of that, if nothing else, even if she's dead in the modern day, we might see her come back for uh, some, some more background somewhere. Actually... Now that you say that, mm-hmm. only a week, two weeks, I'd have to look on Facebook, but you told me I'm not allowed on Facebook, <laughs> um, to see she tweeted a picture of her costume, mm-hmm. her fairy costume, in the trailer, like a close-up of her costume. And if it was only like two weeks ago, yeah, definitely much – well, there was no fairy costume in this. Mm-hmm. So she at least gets a flashback. Yeah, I've I've heard some other things like there might be some more evidence that she was on set, uh, you know, past when this episode would have been shot. I I, I don't want to get too spoilery here, especially with that stuff because it had to do with. Can uh, we come back to it then when we hit spoiler allowed areas? If you remind me, I might not remember. Not I'll a problem. Try. Okay, next. <laughs> okay, 
I, I just thought this is this is a quick one. Uh, I thought it was interesting uh, that you know there had been some speculation as to whether Hook and Tank had hooked and tanked in Neverland. Inappropriate. I know that was re- that was really inappropriate. Was I apologize, horrible. but it was kind of funny too. I don't believe it though. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think we pretty much got confirmation this episode that they've never had any romantic involvement at no. all. But that right now hooks interested in anyway right. but you know she even he says, wasn't interested he was rummed the the thing that makes me think we pretty much got confirmation on that though is that when he he was uh you know propositioning her she said never if if uh it's something that happened in the past or something she would be like not, not again. again or you know but right. the fact that she said never, never. Uh, makes me think that you know maybe he had hit on her in Neverland several times or something, still and she had always rejected him. I know we need a couple episodes. We just set like, in Neverland. I like being out like of Neverland, past Neverland, but I want past Neverland. Mm-hmm. And if we say that enough on the podcast, maybe we'll actually get it because we've said it for like six <laughs> weeks. And we do know some people on set might be listening to the podcast. Hi, See, folks. Now they're going to stop listening. They won't stop listening. They'll just uh, use a VPN to download it. Hashtag Swanfire. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hashtag Swanfire. Come I- on. Come I, on. I, 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 I can see I can see the uh the happiness of the swan fire. I, I, I could see it going that way, but I could still see it totally going back the other way because you know what? One hook stepped aside like an honorable gentleman does in that kind of situation. He gave up. <clears throat> he did not give up. He no, because he specifically said he's I'm not right. giving up. You know, he's just he he's giving Neil his chance. And once Neil takes his chance and fails, Hook will be there to uh, step in. But, uh, it, you know, it, there there were a couple things that made – like, you know, for the most part, I, I do think it might be heading in a that swan direction. fiery direction. And I'm not terribly upset by that, really. Yes. But I, I do think there are a couple uh, – if you're a Captain Swan – there are a couple, uh, you know, last Tidbits. bits of hope. I noticed that at the beginning, and they could have – this could have been just a quick throwaway line to say they left and they're not there anymore. Mm. But, uh, you know, uh, what was – I think John said – The darlings. Said okay, that the, was- the darlings, are, we're all going back home or whatever. Mm. And Bay was standing there and he was smiling and he was right there with them. And I remember there was a line in the original Darlings episode – where they basically adopted welco- him. Yeah, they basically adopted him. So he's he, not going anywhere. Though. He is a dark. I I know. I know. It's it's thin. I just thought I'd throw it out there just in case it happened to be right. The level of thin, though, <clears throat> like yeah. that's sheer like a Miley Cyrus costume. Yeah. It, the the thing is, it, that was either a throwaway line to say they're gone for the rest of the aftermath of Pan having the curse, or it it was them teasing that Bay is going to be leaving with them eventually or going back with them eventually. I don't want them gone. I want more of the darlings. We wanted more of the darlings <laughs> mm-hmm. for a year. In the past. I don't care. In the present. In the future. I just, I just want more darlings. Can we get space darlings? Can we get a spinoff darlings? Once upon a space darlings? Once upon a darling. <laughs> Nana will be the narrator. Nice. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Wow, and wow, we're already to the end of the episode. How did that happen? At the end of any episode. <clears throat> we're no, no, we're not at the end of our episode. We're at the end of talking about the episode. True, true. Yes. Um, though, no, you left off of Charming's. This is your point, but I'm going to take it. Okay. Okay, Charming is so precious. Oh, his yeah. Daddy, his, zen, his Zen Charming. I love that you called it Zen Charming. Yeah, Zen Charming. Yeah, I his, buy his it, whole, uh... the moments. And going with that, mm-hmm. my fav- one of my favorite little tidbits of the entire episode was when she was using that with Henry Pan. And he looks at her like, it's sunken. <laughs> he, gives her, he just has this smile mm-hmm. of his oblivious little face. <laughs> but it was cute. Yeah. It was very cute, and I like. Yeah. The I, I really, I, I really like Charming in this episode. It, yes. in, in, in both time periods, I thought he was he, he was the voice of reason, which is something you generally don't get to see him as. He's generally kind of the dumb jock of the group. Yeah. Well, and he kind of was the dumb jock at the wedding. He mm. was like, "All right, let's go on a honeymoon." <laughs> so okay, let's see here. Out of four bolts of electricity going into the blue fairy's body. <gasps> How many bolts of electricity go into the Blue Fairy's body do you give this episode? I had to go wicked. I need a moment. (laughs) 3.8. Why? Because it was amazing. 
amazing minus the death of the blue fairy. But was the death of the blue fairy pretty amazing? It you really think? was. That's the worst part. It was really good. <laughs> it was very out of left field that it was that character. It made the episode. It definitely made the episode. Oh yeah, like even more so so than the reveal of the curse at the at the end. Yeah, which almost felt like it should have been expected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted it like you sort of wondered what he was looking for down there. Yeah. And also, uh, how did he know that powder was going to knock her out? I don't know. But something I did catch was yeah. that he knew about the curse and the details of the curse and who would probably have the curse because he was spending so much time studying book. that book. And I also kind of wonder what else he might have found out in that book. Like? if, if Well, I'm just saying I, I don't know. Uh, specific, but especially because I mean, why was the Medusa story in the book? But that has it has the details of Everything. everybody's lives. So if Pan continues to be a threat after next week, you know that might come and that could come into play because he spent a lot of time with that book. He wasn't just he was looking doing. at the curse. No, he was he was learning so. the book. Okay, so how I, much are you rating it? I, I'm going to give it four bolts of electricity going into the Blue Fairy's body uh, because she's dead, and that's how many bolts went into her body. And also, I really love the episode, and oh I, I think I, I mainly stated why like the episode beforehand. One, I, 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 I'm I, almost I, in tears. I actually liked it because of the Blue Fairy's death. It, really. I know it's not for the reason it sounds like, but yeah, yeah. But um, it, it just it just made it a really effective episode. It kind of turned it on its head after you kind of thought it was going one way, like they were going to be building up to the end of the next episode, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, wait a second, the danger <laughs> is here <laughs> and now, and they're going to spend the whole next episode dealing with it. Right. So that was pretty cool. That's- we liked it overall. <laughs> Okay, uh, before we move on to the news, uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybook Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, first of all, we want to thank Audible. They sponsor us most weeks. You guys are awesome. When we have the time to go and get uh, some recommendations, which we always like to give. Uh, First of all, if you don't know Audible, Audible, uh, they're an audiobook service. They're affiliated with Amazon, I believe. Uh, Yeah, because you can buy audiobooks through Amazon, through through Audible. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're great. Uh, they work with all of your devices, your iPhones, your Androids, your Windows phones, your Creative Zen Zooms, Creative Zens and Zooms. Sorry, those are two separate ridiculous. devices. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, no, but they're, they're great. They are not ridiculous. No, not uh, at They're all. convenient. They're you, can, you can catch up on your reading while you're riding a bike, uh, catching the bus. I don't know, um, running to see who died. Making your commute. Making your commute. Um, let's see. You could be juggling Apparently while reading you didn't a book. Enjoy my... I did not. Nope. Apparently, I was too real. <laughs> but uh, you no, know, uh, juggling um, is a good to, thing to do while listening to audiobooks. Flying a plane, you can listen to an audiobook. Probably. I don't know if there's You're regulations fly a plane? against that. But, I don't think so. You know, as we like to do every week, we, we want to give you some recommendations. And uh, Amory, your recommendation. My recommendation here. is going to go along with my upcoming commute of mm-hmm. a good hour with two <laughs> small children. It is Curious George Rides a Bike, The Little Red Hen, 17 mm-hmm. Rats and the Rat Catcher, and more. That, that will be your savior on, on yeah, the commute to work. It really will. It's a nice, long, curious George mm-hmm. book at 6.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll offer my my suggestion with no comment. I don't think it needs any comment. I think everybody will know exactly why I picked this. I picked this week, Healing the Child Within, Discovery and Recovery for Adult Children of Dysfunctional Families by Charles Whitfield. By Emma Swan. <laughs> So bad. You're so bad. To download your free audiobook, you can pick one of these or any other. Or of their, any others. Pick another. Not billions, but quite a few audiobooks at Audible. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. Thank you, Audible. We'll do better next week. <laughs> and now, on, on to, to the, the news. That's so much better when we're in the same room. Right? It really is. <laughs> okay, first up, ratings. Uh, ABC saw early lifts with America's Funniest Home Videos and Once Upon a Time uh, with 2.2 share of adults, each growing three-tenths of a point from last week. So we're up. Woo! 
tomorrow. That's always a positive. It's it always a positive. We, there wasn't much news. There's not much news. There hasn't been that much news. Yeah, they had the Rapunzel casting last week. Which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's probably going to be uh, – I'm sure they'll be releasing It'll some start bit, bits and bobbles like late January, early February. Yeah. And uh, you know, we'll have a more fleshed out news section. But since we didn't, I decided to go – as I mentioned earlier in the episode, decided to go to Reddit. Or did I mention it earlier? You mentioned it. Yeah, you talked That might have been in our pre – was it? Yeah, Either way, it, he was on Reddit. Yeah, and I found – and the, the links to all of these will be in our show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. You need to check these out. They're, they're hilarious. You really do. Basically, what someone's done is they've taken all of the classic Disney versions of our Storybrooke characters because we know the Storybrooke ones are the originals. Totally. And uh, they photoshopped them in with very kind of meme-y, Tumblr-y uh, captions. Uh, I, I'm just going to – there's five – He's going to tell us his favorite. He yeah, also uh, tweeted it from the account, so you I may have already yeah, seen it. Yeah, you may have already seen it. But basically, it's Aurora and Mulan. And uh, Mulan says, Aurora, I love you, with a U, obviously. And then, or, or sorry, Mulan says, Aurora, I love you. And then Mulan, or Aurora <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm pregnant, AOL. And then LOL, Mulan, not AOL. I, oh, you said AOL. <laughs> did I say AOL? <laughs> Showing my age. Uh, no, LOL. And the Mulan says, oops. It's it's probably more funny in context. You need to go look at You have look to go look at the picture. And um, you, ne- you need some magic juice there, buddy. Yeah. My You're, struggling. You're struggling. I told you my throat's feeling bad I know. this week. I only need you for a couple more minutes. Then I got listener questions and feedback <laughs> under control. It, it, it's, better, it's better than last year, though, because last year I was working in a non-heated garage all winter. <gasps> it was horrible. So my voice was wrecked all winter. Yeah. Basically, anyway. so it's a lot been a lot better, but yeah, greetingsstorybrook.com. Check the show notes. All of those wonderful image rent macros will be there for your enjoyment. Okay. Also, we have uh, the preview here, yep. which uh, it looks like uh, there's uh, several kinds of clouds rolling there's, in here. There's a green cloud and a purple cloud, and there's no way out. And a red cloud and a yellow cloud. And a rainbow cloud <laughs> and one with sparkles. And a cloud that's made of Kool-Aid. Okay, we need to stop. <laughs> yeah, we really need to get away I from I swear, that. there hasn't been that much magic juice. But but no, it, it looks interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's ba- all he's got. Basically, what it looks like is there's going to going to be two or three different versions of the curse uh-huh. uh coalescing one, on story work at once um um regina shooting <laughs> purple lasery things mm-hmm. towards the sky out of her hands nice so could that be the purple curse and really why is she cursing everyone again she seemed Ma- alone in that maybe two purples can't cancel the, each other out green. Purple, make make purple plus purple make green. <laughs> That's not how it works. I, I didn't think so. I've seen a color wheel. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it looks interesting. And yeah, basically. Uh, oh, and then there's the Mr. Gold and what appears to be Pan. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. But that but you actually. you can't tell if it's Pan or Henry. Actually, the way Robbie's uh, face looks on that. It looks like he's Henry. Yeah, it looks like he's Henry, uh, which. Which is weird because he says, when will I be free of you? Nope, but nope, it's says like it. a yeah, I know. But and I, then he throws him with magic. Henry has no magic. It's hard to say. Uh, you know, but if magic, if magic. if Henry if Pan Henry uh, or Henry and Pan's body and does end up killing Rumpel, it's going to be like a weird triple flip back on Ooh. the the what Rumpel thought the curse meant. You know what I mean? I still think the boy will be his undoing mm-hmm. because that was hit at the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did mention that in the oh. scene with uh, Rumple and Bell, which we never even touched on. Uh, if you're, if you're, they weren't that exciting to touch. Well, on. I mean, if you you were, if you're a Rumbell, you got you, rum- you got some making out in this yeah. episode. You got you got some heartwarming uh, salutations. There haven't the been some them. good discussions though. And then in look- the futures, the future's not looking so good for the Rumbells. Mm, mm. That's pretty much what's been said. Is they're gonna. This is the most time they're gonna be spending in the same time mm. together. Things may not go how you want. I'm st- I'm still hoping beyond all hope that we get a team of world travelers led by Rumple. Like, I can do that <clears throat> after after next episode, I, like a sliders, but with once upon a time characters. Nice. I do have one note for Belle. Uh huh. What the 
are you wearing when they go to the the lo- the town line? There's like a pink beret, a blue shirt, a black skirt. I'm like, all I could do was just stare, and I'm like, why? Yeah. See, now I'm gonna have to look this up. I forgive it. It was hideous. It was absolutely hideous. And like, I I appreciate her sense of style. It's fantastic. But that beret was very distracting. Hold on, I'm almost there. Okay, well, while you're looking, I have another point. Because okay. apparently I needed more points this week. <laughs> this is why I brought my notes down, because I knew I didn't fit it all. Oh, it, yeah, that is a pretty lame costume. It's a horrible outfit. <laughs> it is like, well, I use this a lot. Who let the intern in? Mm-hmm. Somebody let a fashion student pick that one. Anyway, um, how did the shadow boat break the protection spell? I, I assumed it was. Yeah, I think we addressed that a little last nope. week. We, I think, no, we, we said we'll address it next week. Oh, we, we said. <laughs> well, there was never any clear indication. That's I'm what I'm saying. Was, I, I'm assuming it was just that because Rumple cast it. But Rumple wasn't supposed to be able to get through the protection. Well, maybe Rumple was lying. He does that. He okay. does. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to listener uh, feedback here. Uh, as always, uh, you know, right after you listen to the show, you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at GF Storybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. More and more activity every week. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to connect with us, get over on the Facebook. You're going to get a reply from one or both of us. and Usually a bunch both of, your, of us within five minutes because we don't know the other one's replying. Yeah, and a bunch of your fellow listeners. They're all over there. So uh, check it out. And the voicemail number, which we absolutely love. We love voicemails because then we don't have to talk when our throats are bothering us. Number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. First, uh, right at the top here, though, I want to apologize for uh, missing a couple of voicemails from Corey a couple weeks ago. They kind of got buried in our inbox, and then we're going to play them this week. And then our inbox got demolished yeah. by like 15 feedback yeah we're already uh, at about 45 minutes here oh, so, wow. so we're going to be running long anyway so we just didn't have time Merry to Christmas. include them uh definite apo- apologies but we'll go ahead and uh play our first voicemail here the first one's from hope who was on our wonderland episode uh this past weekend if you didn't catch that and hope's always great she's always writing in with all sorts of business I don't know what's up with me. (laughs) All sorts of business. Hope's up to all sorts of business. Anyway, here's your voicemail. Play the voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Hope. So I would give the new uh, episode a 6.5 out of 10 of charming one-liners. I really like the storybook side of things, even though I'm really sad and a little mad about what they did to Blue Fairy because, yeah. Um, And I really couldn't care less about the snowing side of things because I think – I don't see how they can tell this story anymore, and they're beating it into the ground. Like, are we going to see Snow's first baby cramp or the Snow Regina storyline where Snow gets her first period? Like, I just don't really care about Snowings and Charmings and Reginas and Rumples anymore because I want to see more stories like Hook and Tink, Pan and Hook, Neofire and Neverland, and those are stories that I don't think we're going to be getting anytime soon, if at all. I'm sad that they got rid of Blue Fairy because that's a huge power void. She's probably the most powerful character in the show. So that was smart that Pam went after her, but now that's a huge thing to fill, like a huge void. So we'll see what happens, though. Keegan's wonderful, and I I know we're going to see her in flashbacks, but it's also the fan theories were so much better about Blue Fairy. Like, they were so amazing and deep, and that's part of the reason why I'm just like, really killed her off. Uh, And then finally, my last point is definitely, remember that time when no one listened to Emma about Tamara and it ended up being like a really bad day because no one believed Emma about Tamara? Yeah, like why are they not listening to Emma again? She has a good, fairly okay track record and yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. See you later. Bye. So much on point. Yeah. Yeah. When you didn't agree with us, you enlightened us. I know. Which which was great. A couple of things we wanted to point up. I point out uh, 6.5 out of 10, though. We are going to have an issue with that. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, she gasped when you. I did. When you <laughs> Come on, give it at least an eight. Jeez. No, and I, I, I would just say that I don't think killing off the Blue Fairy, especially at that point in, in the timeline of events, would necessarily cancel out her being the big bad. Or anything, I think if anything, maybe Pan just ended up being a bigger bad. Okay. You know, you know, I could see that to where she was originally orchestrating everything, but she didn't account for Pan. Well, who would have? Yeah. 
That's you can't. You can't. That's probably like the land of misfit toys where she sent Tink off mm-hmm. to, so she couldn't hurt anyone. You can't pan, or you, or you can't plan for pan. Okay, so I don't want to see Snow's first baby cramp either. Can you like how I just ignore him sometimes? Um, yeah, I had enough of my own baby cramps. I don't need anybody <laughs> else's. Okay, let's see here. And thank you very much for your you, uh, voicemail, Hope. Hope. Uh, and uh, if, if you enjoyed Hope's voicemail, check out our last Wonderland episode. She was our guest. She did great. She also has a pod- podcast, Hope of All Trades. Hope of All Trades. I got it right this time. Yes, I don't have the URL handy. <laughs> That's it, okay. I Check the Wonderland episode for more information. Okay, but next up, uh, here's Alina. Hi, Bill, Meets and Anne-Marie. This is Alina. I have a theory. What if Peter Pan got rid of the blue fairies because she's the only one that could stop them? We have been told that she's the most powerful. And back in season one when she gave Bay the bean to go to a land by magic, Rumpel confronted her and asked her to send him where she sent Bay, but she couldn't. And she gave the idea to Rumpel about the curse. What if the new actress they cast, Rachel Mater, is the dark fairy and the fairy sister? And the reason why the blue fairy is so strict with her fairies is because she saw what happened to her sister. Because we never knew found out where the snow get the dark fairy, dark fairy dust from. So what if the, uh, the actress who play, is, is um, playing the new villain, Rachel Mater, is the dark fairy? That's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to say. I hope y'all discussed it in your own podcast. Bye. Thank you very much. And yeah, that's a, that's a really intriguing idea that maybe maybe the part of the reason that Pan yeah. chose the blue fairy out of anybody to kill and, you know, make them have to protect Henry was because maybe she posed the greatest threat to him. Totally. Unleashing the I, curse. I believe that. Definitely. Yeah, because if anyone in Storybrooke could have stopped them. It would have been. Be, the yeah, yeah. But, well, who knows? We'll see next well, week, I guess. Okay, wait. Who is the dark fairy, though? I had a little trouble. I, I don't I don't remember a dark fairy. I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm blanking as well. Okay. Unfortunately. I'm sorry. But uh, thank you very much for your thank voicemail. You. And here, I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, we got this. Oh, you from, can read this? Yeah. For, sure? it, this one's short. Okay. I got this. We got this from Wu over on the Facebook. Uh, Wu, always there every week for us. Thank you. Love Wu. I just watched the episode on Hulu, and I have to say I agree with Bud. I was referring to a uh, post from Bud Vanderkay, who is going to be hopefully on our season wrap-up episode. I, I talked of to him about Wonderland. that. Wonderland. Uh, no. no. of of one. Of this? Oh. Yeah, because he couldn't make it for the Wonderland episode. Oh, anyway, sorry. I digress. But uh, the episode did move slow, but that was because it had to. This is something I left out of my voicemail. You left a voicemail, too. We, we had to cut that one. far. Uh, this episode is the calm before the storm. And looking back at this episode, that's what it needed to be. Can't wait for next week and can't wait for AMD and Meek's thoughts on this episode. Did you know us in a previous life? Because in college, I was totally known as AMD and he was totally known as Meek's. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to West Lib? Possible. Mm. Intriguing. Frightening. But thank you. Very- <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You for know too much. It. You don't uh, know much. You are done. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much, Wu. And uh, you want to go ahead and uh, sure. And this one is from Marie. Did you already do the chopping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she. So- <laughs> I, I'm not going to edit that out. She asked, uh, "Did I already do the chopping?" Yeah, we cut this down a little bit a just because it, it was fairly long. Okay. Anyway. The one was surprising that the blue fairy of all people died. Is she really dead? It seemed rather anticlimactic and sudden. And why did Peter Pan kill her? Was she specifically targeted or did she just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time? Peter Pan needed to get into the vault to get the curse. The best way to do that was to get people, especially Regina, panicking so much that she would be un. Will it unwittingly 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 bring him there having the shadow kill someone would give the message that he's here and things are about to get real more so than if peter pan had the shadow give everybody bunny ears from a shadow puppets <laughs> on top <laughs> charming look it's a giraffe oh no it's a bird thank you for that that's by me that was a great image i like it um because charming would really like a giraffe Um, I don't like the idea of the curse being used again. When I think of how much Regina and Snow have stopped hating each other, um, how much they've grown to think that they go back to their old enchanted forest personalities is unbearingly painful. Not to mention that Snow won't recognize Emma and Rumpelstiltskin will go back to being a giggly golden dark one. Well, see, see, this is, uh, 
she's I, I think she's implying what I was thinking as a the, theory. Yes. Uh, you, you know, but I think uh, – and I went back and watched it a couple times just they to make sure. They say that they're staying in Storybrooke, in Storybrooke and just get in, wiped. Yeah. They're, well, well, they're going to forget their fairy tale personas. They're going right? to forget all their personas, I think. It's going to be Is like it, the beginning of Storybrooke. OK. They're all reassigned and mm-hmm. it's like Groundhog Day. OK. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it, it's the big reset button. This is yeah. the crisis on infinite once upon a time kind yeah. of. Okay. Um, On a scale of a 34 murdered mother's superiors, I give this episode 27 murdered mother's superiors. I was quite fond of the characters and they were all used quite nicely in this episode. However, I found the flashback scene to be only so, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Marie. We we both used uh, the dead blue in our our scale. That's two weeks in a row that somebody's called your scale. I know. Trust me, he doesn't pull it from them. Yeah, I, I, He's not I, that good. I, I I need to get a little bit more. Uh, you must have to start creative, reading I them. guess. Okay, uh, no, I'll read it. Also, also, you know, I I, I do notice here. Uh, mm-hmm. She used a very high number. I used to use high numbers the past couple weeks. You've I've gone down to low lower numbers. numbers. I commit from here on out for the next one week. To use only high numbers in my arbitrary scales. I'm a little scared as to what it's going to be like. Three million seven hundred sixty-four thousand. It's going to. I'll be talking for ten minutes, giving out the number, and I'll just go <laughs> infinity. Um, okay, so this email is from Anne Marie. Team Anne Marie, who will also be on uh, our Wonderland podcast this Saturday for the season wrap up. Boop, boop. <clears throat> Which actually, you know what? We should probably uh, mention this briefly on the main show too. We're kind of deciding what to do about Wonderland, uh, and we'd like feedback. Uh, you know, we love the feedbacks. We we mentioned it on the Wonderland episode, uh, but we don't know how many people are getting just the Wonderland feed right. versus the main feed. So we figured we'd throw it here too. Uh, just basically, we're we're deciding whether we want to suspend the Wonderland podcast and maybe just bring it up if it ties back into the main series on the main podcast. Save up two or three episodes and have a couple guests on at a time. Leaning towards that one. Instead of doing we- – it's just – The weekly's killing us. The, the weekly's killing, kill, killing us mainly I, – I, I think it's just because we're, we haven't been enjoying the show as much as we've been enjoying <laughs> we the main series. We wanted to. So it, we really wanted to. So the thing is it's a chore because we know, we know to make it a decent episode for you guys that y- – There's a lot of work. There's a lot, a lot of work we have to find. We have to dig and dig and dig for stuff to talk about. And it, even though you know we've been having a different guest every week and it's been keeping it fresh, uh, you know, I think it would just be a better podcast for everyone out there. You know, if we were to uh, condense it, you know, condense a few episodes into one. That's where we're leaning right now. We'd yeah. love to hear your thoughts. Uh, you know, we'll give you the contact information again at the end of the show. But go ahead on to Amory's. She'll be joining us on Wonderland. Yay! Okay, yeah. hi, Bill and Am. <laughs> um, I can't believe the episode ended on such a cliffhanger. It would have, it could have been the mid-season finale. I'll believe that. I actually almost Definitely. was expecting it. Um, you have no idea how glad I am that they are all out of Neverland and Storybrooke again. Although I have to say that I never expected Blue to die. <laughs> Three ex- or five exclamation marks in all caps. Um, so much for your theories on Blue Bill. And they're not canceled out quite yet. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, it was too easy, though, to rip her shadow. For a magical being who is all-powerful, she died quite quickly. Um, well, he kind of got the drop on her, too. She wasn't really, <laughs> she wasn't really expecting that. Nobody was expecting that. No. Um, I have to say, I love the fact that Emma saw through Henry even <laughs> after Regina said that she knows Henry much better, which should have been true. Is this the human lie detector at work? Oh, I forgot about the human lie detector. Oh, yeah, her, her superpower? Yeah, her superpower, which is so random. Um, <laughs> or did it start with Emma being plain jealous? No, because she suspected before the jealousy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy that the writers don't linger too much on some of these plot points and give us answers. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> now that, now what is this new curse going to look like? Who will break it? It's unbreakable. Um, <laughs> I hope we are not going to repeat season one. Yeah. Will losing memories affect any, every, everyone? Sorry, the magic juice. Um, <laughs> or will we see someone happen to be outside of Storybrooke border? Wait, that actually gave me idea. Oh, the darlings come to the rescue. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I have blabbed for too long. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Well, uh, you can blab some more on Saturday. Darlings, darlings, (laughs) darlings. I really do like that, like the darlings coming in in the clinch and like – 
We must save them. They saved us. Type of deal. Hello, Mary Poppins and Rumple and Emma and all you people. There's no Mary Poppins. There, there is no Mary Poppins. I really just sort of went ha- pirates and Mary Poppins. I, ha- I have away. Saving Mr. Banks on the mind. I, I, I want to see that. I know. I, I, well, I'm going to go see it. I, I don't know. Ew. I, I don't I, think you will be able to join me, unfortunately. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to read this letter from Ashley F. now. Okay. Uh do that then okay uh hello Anne-Marie and bill i hope this finds you and yours warm and well well yes we are warm and well i can speak still mm-hmm. um it looks like we're not the only one with a storm front in the future <laughs> albeit ours it will be less purplish hopefully holy crow what an episode i'm still processing some of it myself so many great moments <laughs> moment um, and one that will leave me spinning on the end of my seat for what's to come from heart melting reunions to the snowing honeymoon adventure that had me grinning and warm and toasty inside while I cheered like the good old days <laughs> to everyone assembling in grannies and gold shop and the mills vault all that was missing was our old friend wolf sniffle she'll be back <laughs> um, okay hopping off the bunny trail now and to the point what what how in the world did pan shadow grab the report most powerful being with when it came to magic shadows off like that without there's not punctuation i'm sorry i'm trying <laughs> without much more of a fight than running i think there's more shady things going down in storybook than just shadow napping and hmm, i wonder if that comment about tink believing in herself might be tied in to it after all the i believe in fairies revived our green wearing friend in all of her and peter's stories and incantations mm. Dag nabbit, we didn't even get any of Blue's backstory, <laughs> fishy and smacks of the setup. If there were, was what? I can't read. I'm so sorry. Um, <clears throat> also, speaking of fish, yay, Ariel and Eric. Fabulous segue, dear. Um, <laughs> but it seemed a bit rushed and underwhelming. Well, I think they just kind of wanted to like check Establish. it. We'll get back to this later, but they're, they're there. They're happy. They're they, happy. They met up. Everything's cool. Yeah, basically. Belle had the same grin, I'm sure I did, and Snow had when she was there. Those two are so co-captains of the Eric Times aerial ship. I'm speaking of those ships. I love that there's a little bit of the main ones in there tonight. Smiley face. Sigh. Charmings. Those Love those two. And the daddy charming moments with Emma. Yes. More please. <laughs> the Henry Pan switch was handled well, I thought. Pan is still... Pan is what are you doing? Pan is still a pan, no matter what he looks like. Also, Rumple Shadow is still missing the dagger. Huzzah! Um, Ace in the hole, perhaps. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was too. wondering about that. Yeah, we don't we know do- where that's at. I, I I could imagine Rumple Shadow flying back from Neverland in the eleventh hour, and yeah. I don't know, doing something, maybe giving the dagger to another character, or maybe turning someone else into the Dark One. Possibly. Because they it, have to, it, well, they have to kill him. Well, it's it seems like they've pretty much resolved all of Rumple's issues, right? Right. He Bay is Bay. Yeah. He hugs him and happy that they're good now. Yeah, and I guess if that means he dies, I guess that means he dies. dies. But I mean, he dramatically he's all tied up. It's the it, if this was the Rumple movie. It's the end of the movie. It's the credits. It's the post-credit scene, actually. Yeah, (laughs) it really was the post-credit scene coming off the boat. Hey, I got your cane. Yeah, like uh, that was horrible. Sorry. The the last scene of the movie was was uh, Neil uh, embracing him on the Mm. ship last episode. Yeah, you know, so so he he's he's pretty much wrapped. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Um, instead of having the wool pulled over his eyes by Pan, and maybe just be just maybe Hook will become that man of honor with good form again and deal with Pan in a more classic way of their tale. Cheers, <laughs> Ash. Gracias, I, senorita. I would like to see a big showdown between Pan and Hook because yes, we, 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 we have nothing. Got that. We we I we don't even know their relationship we, really. We've only seen one real big interaction between them, and that was in the past. No, that was in the present when he was taking Charming up the hill to, oh, okay. you go, to okay, the Healy Fountain. Oh, yeah. So that's that same episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, same, same episode. But, you know, we, we've only got to see those two interactions with mm-hmm. them. So it would be nice to I, get a sword fight. You know, that'd be cool. Yes. Something. And, and I, I don't know. It kind of sounded like uh, Ashley was implying here that Hook was not a man of honor. Hook, Hook is, is so a man of honor. Hook is a man of honor. He, yeah. he he's fallen upon some hard times and done done some bad things, but he overall he's very he's, honorable. He, he's a very honorable man, and I would just like to say, Ashley, as someone who's been 
you know, playing around in the in the prose uh, laboratory for the past few months here. I, I really enjoyed your first paragraph. It was just very, very flowy and very nice. But uh, like, go ahead. We'll wrap it up with when here. Can you read it? My throat's starting to hurt Totally now. fine. And, uh, you know, uh, here we go. Win. Hi, Bill. Gotta say, I love Neil in this episode. His emotions about Emma seem so much more adult than he- Emma's whiny, I got the savior stuff to do excuses. Hook wasn't much better as he tried it out his charms on Tink. I was glad she shot him down. In the promo for next week's episode, the ending tagline says, Everyone will be sent back to where they came from. Does this mean where they were born? Or maybe where they were when Regina's original curse hit. This is definitely a wrinkle if it happens. Emma, Hook, and Neil could be in three different worlds depending on the timing. Not worried about it, however, because that's way too interesting and complicated a plot twist <laughs> to ever happen. Hashtag Swanfire. Woo-woo. You know, we were actually talking about this in relation to uh, Wonderland. Right. Uh, too, was oh, that may- yeah. Maybe, Hope may- you'll like this. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for next week's Wonderland, but there's a cloud. There, There's <gasps> kind of a curse cloud kind there of thing. There is a curse cloud. So what we were thinking is... Possibly, maybe Jefferson could be coming into the Wonderland series, which I don't know. Maybe would because his show got canceled. Yeah, but we've we've said that we're going to make the decision on our Wonderland podcast this. after this week's episode to see how much it's going to tie back into the main series. Because we figure if there's going to be a, a connecting point, it's going to be in this episode. There has to be preview. some sort of a connecting point, especially if they're both having a purple mm-hmm. cloud. Yeah. And I can almost guarantee if Jefferson comes back onto Wonderland, we'll probably almost be able to keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that would that would uh, refresh the game a little bit. That, w- that would, yeah. I'd consider doing Maybe if they lose Jafar, again. too, that would be nice. They're not going to lose Jafar. People like him. And actually, uh, here, here uh, one last tweet from at CD. There was so much feedback this oh, week, yeah, you guys. We, like, we seriously cut, we cut half of it. Ton. And actually, we're sorry uh, about that. Michael Lucero, uh, if you go to our website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com, wrote a really nice detailed letter about how he's having some struggles with the approach of the show or the way the show's going and how he's kind of on the fence about it. Really good read. I'd recommend checking it out. But last tweet from CD Tipton33, Chris Tipton, uh, at GF Storybrook, I give this episode a 12 out of 10 Medusa's heads. Amazing. Each week gets better. Love how Regina and Rumple have really changed. I mean, Regina said magic isn't the answer. What the what? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very exactly. much for writing it in, Chris. Well, I guess that about does it. We ended up at about a little over an hour. So we'll do a quick wrap up. Yeah. We did keep going off on tangents. Quick wrap up. So until next time. Until next time, what? It sounds like you're trying to close off without telling people where to find us during the <gasps> week, Amory. Oh my goodness, I forgot. <sighs> Actually, you know what? I should probably also mention our contact information if people want to write in next week. I was right trying to wrap the, it up, man. Right after the finale airs and say that everyone should write in because we're going to try and do a feedback episode next week, too. Like we should probably idea. do all that. Okay, do all that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, at gfstorybrook on Twitter, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook on Facebook, and our voicemail number, which I'm actually going to have to look at, is 424-274-2352. And as I said, we're going to be doing not only an episode about the finale, but we'll we're probably going to do a episode. special feedback episode, too, about this, the first half season in general, or if you just want to talk about, I don't know, bunnies or something. You know, I respond well to bunnies. In. If you follow right me on Twitter, us. I love the bunnies where can people follow you on twitter and <laughs> elsewhere on the internet Marie? you could find me on twitter at amd simone and on my blog crunchy crafty and highly caffeinated.wordpress.com and uh, you can find me on twitter i'm at bill meeks on google plus i'm google.com slash plus bill meeks and you can uh, check out my young adult superhero novel dog boy den of thieves at dogboyadventures.com well I guess that about wraps it up. I hope my voice is better next week. I, it I sounds really... better now. We can let you have that break while we killed my voice and you're good now. <laughs> well, hopefully between the two of us, we'll have like one and three quarters voices next week instead of just the It'll one we have rating. right now. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I guess that's it. And big finale. Big finale. Exciting. So, so excited. What's going to happen with those curse clouds? Curse clouds. Nobody knows. But I guess until next week, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke. Hashtag Team Amory. Hashtag Swampo. Hashtag Team Bill